0: Broadcasting from the cruise capital of the world, this is Cruise Radio Rewind, real reviews from real cruisers.
1: I know you're probably wondering what is Cruise Radio Rewind, and I'll tell you. So over the past 10 years, I've done just over a thousand interviews Some of them have made it to the podcast. Some of them have never seen the light of day. And some of them only aired on the cruise radio show on Sunday mornings here in Jacksonville when that was a thing. So I'm taking the best of the best and I'm going to repurpose them for cruise radio rewind. And, um, Let me know what you think. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Please give me your feedback. Either way, doug at cruiseradio.net or hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and let me know if you want to hear more of these. On today's Rewind, it's an interview we did with Captain Eric Bryson, a river pilot in Jacksonville, Florida. These are the guys that navigate the ships up and down the river. You may have seen the pilot boat before out in the ocean, bringing the pilot to the cruise ship or picking the pilot up when you're leaving port. And Captain Bryson was one of those guys. I hope you enjoyed this interview. You've heard about them, perhaps you've seen them while you're cruising.
2: Uh, Sometimes they've been referred to as river pilots, but they are officially uh, called harbor pilots. And we're so excited and happy to have one with us here today. Captain Bryson, welcome to Cruise Radio. Well, thank you very much for asking me here. First of all, tell us a little bit about
0: yourself. Well, I've been a harbor pilot in Jacksonville for 20 years. I graduated from the Merchant Marine Academy, the United States Merchant Marine Academy, in 1977. I began my formal maritime training at the age of 12 on the sailing ship Joseph Conrad, and I started sailing as master at the age of 26 on coastwise vessels and on ocean-going vessels at the age of 31. In the years between graduation from the academy and my promotion to master, I sailed as deck officer on vessels worldwide, and primarily as chief officer. And I maintained a commission in the uh, in the U.S. Naval Reserve as well. I've served as president of the local St. John's Bar Pilot Association here in Jacksonville, as well as the Florida Harbor Pilots Association. Currently, I serve on the board of pilot commissioners for the state of Florida.
1: What exactly, Captain Bryson, does a harbor pilot do?
0: Pilots in the state of Florida are independent contractors that belong to uh, member associations within the state's pilot region. Uh, We're responsible for directing and controlling the movement of vessels, foreign flag, cargo, and cruise vessels into and out of Florida's 14 deep water ports. As harbor pilots, it's our duty to act in the public interest and maintain independent judgment from any outside influence that could jeopardize public safety.
1: You said uh, Florida's 14 deepwater ports. What does that mean?
0: Well, the, the 14 ports that are currently uh, used by deepwater commerce uh, within the state of Florida. State of
1: Florida, okay. Does every ship that comes into the river require a harbor pilot on it?
0: All non-U.S. flag cargo and cruise ships must take a state-licensed harbor pilot when entering and leaving ports in Florida. U.S. flag cargo and cruise vessels are not required by statute to take a state pilot. Uh, it is exceedingly rare for them to not take a pilot, uh, and they do this because it allows them to maximize their cargo lift. We, we can get them in and out of port uh, when typically other people cannot
2: people have this misconception that there's a big wheel uh, on the bridge and you just steer the ship up and down the river. Surely it isn't that easy.
0: Uh, no, no, it's not. Uh, when we first get out, not to go into at this point the difficulties getting on and off of the ship, which, you know, is the first our first experience on the ship. When we get to the bridge of the ship, our job is to familiarize ourselves with the ship's navigational equipment and performance characteristics, uh, the working condition of the machinery, as well as our ability uh, – to communicate with the crew on the bridge. While English is the language of the sea, it's not spoken well by every nationality. Sometimes the process is distilled down to 20 or 25 unidiomatic words of English. In the course of piloting vessels, uh, we have to remain constantly vigilant. Uh, The slightest lapse in concentration can really result in a major disaster. The magnitudes of the risks involved are are very high. Loss of life, uh, massive environmental damage, uh, massive property damage. In the, in, and for us, in the event of a significant incident, we face not only the loss of our license, but the end of our career, uh, personal financial ruin, and massive uninsurable liabilities, as well as the possibility of imprisonment.
2: And Let me just uh, interject here at this point, um, since you kind of brought it up. Let us back up a minute and, and take us through the process, because as you mentioned, the dangers initially from getting onto the ship. Let's start with that.
0: Well, the transfer process from the pilot boat to the vessel or vice versa from the vessel to the pilot boat is one of the riskiest parts of our job Uh, we have a very high-risk profession Uh, the risks we face are unlike those faced by other mariners and having been in the maritime profession for a substantial amount of time prior to becoming a pilot I'll speak to that personally Uh, we're transferred from pilot boats moving to vessels at sea often during poor weather conditions you know heavy seas uh, just very dangerous this involves transferring while the pilot boat and the vessel are moving differently and at different periods and judging exactly the correct moment to mount the pilot ladder and climb up to 30 feet up uh to the main deck uh, of the vessel requires a lot of practice and skill and a lot of trust because there's no
2: there's no safety line you don't have a a, no you uh, you know i've heard it suggested that we use a safe
0: a safety line but that only works in a static environment when right. everybody's moving together, you can tend a safety line correctly. Because it can probably be
2: more dangerous than. Oh, oh uh, yeah, I,
0: I I don't want somebody holding onto a line, anticipating what I might do, and then pulling me off of a platform. You know, I, I've I've gotten on ladders and gotten to the top of the ladder to find the ladder completely unsecured, <laughs> and and two crew members standing on the ladder holding it over the fish plate so it didn't move. It, oh, it, uh, it was exciting. Wow. Uh, but you know, it's seriously. It, pilots are frequently injured. I've been badly injured uh, in in a, in a boarding accident, and uh, it, it was nine months of uh, pretty intense rehabilitation before I could even go back to work. Uh, pilots are frequently injured, and uh, sometimes they're killed. I, uh, speaking directly to Doug and his great uncle, uh, when he was a, a Maryland pilot, was was killed. I mean, it was a horrible tragedy for the family. And, I mean, I know your grandfather spoke often of it. It's, uh, You know, it's a terrible thing, and it's just part of our life.
2: All right, Captain, do you have some time for uh, listener questions? Sure. Uh, Excellent. Excellent. This from uh, Tim in Bangor, Maine. I was on the navigational bridge on the Celebrity Solstice back in 2010, and they said they're going to digital charts. Are you still using paper charts for the river, and will they always be around?
0: We use electronic charts on some of our piloting instruments, but while I think Paper charts will always be around as a, as, a, as a safeguard against some kind of technological failure on, on, the, on the vessel. Uh, we are presumed to have memorized the chart uh, so we can react instinctively to the, uh, to the navigation of the vessel. Uh, we do not refer to the charts as part of our uh, minute-to-minute navigation on the vessel.
1: This next one is from uh, John down in Tampa. Uh, do you find that private boaters are respectful for the most part, or can they be rude when you're navigating a ship?
0: Well, it sometimes seems like they're rude, but I I think it comes down more to a process of education for the small boaters. Uh Uh, For us, I mean, they'll disappear under the bow, but to them, it looks like we're five ship lengths away or more. Uh Uh, It's a matter of perspective. Uh, They can be a nuisance. They can be a danger. Here in Jacksonville, we rarely have problems. I know other ports have uh, substantial problems with small boats, uh, and we rely on the law enforcement agencies to police that.
1: Well, that was my next question. Say you're taking a ship up the river here in Jacksonville and you have a, a sailboat or a jet skier being kind of a nuisance. Would you contact, like, the Coast Guard or someone to kind of shoo them away or just... I would absolutely okay. contact the Coast gotcha. Guard. This next
2: one, uh, thank you, Mark, in Sydney, Australia, for this. To what extent do river currents affect navigation?
0: Well, uh, they, they affect navigation tremendously. Uh, it, it, it's, it places... It, whether you have a flood current or an ebb current uh, in the St. John's River, it's a whole different dynamic uh, for handling the vessel. Uh, we have had to place restrictions on certain vessels coming into the river uh, just because it is so difficult to turn them against the current uh, past a certain draft. Uh, it, it has a tremendous
1: effect. This is a question that I have. Okay? Like in radio, computers have taken a bunch of jobs, but clearly a computer can't take a river pilot's job ever, right? In my opinion, no. no yeah. I, I don't think
0: that uh, at, at any level artificial intelligence is going to have developed the ability to essentially look into the future and anticipate what's going to happen. Right. Uh, instrumentation can only be reactive. Uh, it, it can't be proactive.
2: It's just really cool. It seems like such an incredibly fun job, obviously a very challenging job. Uh, is it as is it much fun as it as it appears? Oh,
0: it certainly can be. I mean, it's a tremendously fulfilling job. It's, it's a difficult job. And I, I know at the end of each task that I have accomplished something that I take pride in.
2: Excellent. Well, Captain Bryson, thank you so much for being with us on Cruise Radio. We appreciate it. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity. It's a pleasure to meet you both.
1: So this is what Cruise Radio Rewind is going to be. You just heard your first episode of it. Let me know if you like it. If you don't like it, drop me a line, Doug at CruiseRadio.net, or hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You're the reason why I do these shows. I really do enjoy them, but I want to make sure you enjoy them as well. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you on Thursday.